I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Here's the question for Doug Osher. You think you and I will ever grow up? <laughs> We've been sitting here watching Superman and, 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 and Batman. Batman. Yeah, what you don't know behind the scenes is for the last couple of weeks, we used to watch Father Knows Best. Yeah, on they, this big screen would be playing. No, no sound while we're doing the show. <laughs> Well, for the last couple of weeks, Batman, Batman. I don't know what station you found, but this is, yeah. We, uh, H and I, Heroes and Something. I, I came in early and we, I said, <laughs> he's laughing. I said, I just want to come in and watch Superman for a while. <laughs> you know, they were so campy, but they were really good. And, you know, Superman for the late 50s, George Reeves, to do the show in color back then, I mean, to bankroll that, I mean, that was a big production. <laughs> And it oh, was such a great show. It, it was. It really was. But you think about Batman, Julie Newmar, Catwoman. We're just watching her moments ago. Cesar Romero, I'm Frank Gorshin. Right now. Frank, yeah, I know you are. <laughs> Frank Gorshin from Pittsburgh. Just, just good stuff. Anyway, let's take the tenth caller to begin today's edition of the Organic Gardeners. Jessica Walliser is off. Doug is here. Everybodygardens.com, and of course, from that great brand that is the Tribune Review. We will take the. 10th caller to win a wonderful gift certificate from Sorgles. That number is 412-922-1020. But here's the key. We want to try to get as many phone calls this hour as we can. Gifts for gardeners, maintenance for your Christmas wreaths, your trees, all of that stuff that you're doing this time of year. General gardening questions, that wish list heading into next gardening season. All of the questions they have right now, call us. Every line is open, 866-391-1020. Doug. Well, good morning. I am Doug Oster from Everybody Gardens and the Tribune Review. And today, come out and see Gardening Santa for the last time this year. I'm, uh, Gardening Santa is at Han from 1 to 4 today. Han Nursery is in Ross Township. And it is so much fun. Uh, we keep it very relaxed and Last week, I watched Santa. I only had one kid who couldn't get close. You know, sometimes kids are yeah. really scared of Santa. You got to take it real easy. Why do you think that? I mean, I, 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 yeah, Santa's like he's ho 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 <laughs> and ringing bells, and he's got this weird costume on it. And a beard. You know, he's checking you every day. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's scary. But then you start to realize it's give and take. You give a little affection, he, you get to take yep. presents. Then you know he's a he's try a good and guy. get try and get mommy to come sit next to Santa with the kid and and you know you take your time there's no line it's absolutely free somebody told me hmm. what it costs to get a picture with like a mall Santa and listen you mean the, you mean the glossies the eight by tens it's, it's outrageous it's expensive and you have to wait in line no wait in line you kids pets whole families I love when the whole family comes around Santa to get the picture it's awesome and of course there's, as always, there's free treats there, too. So come see the Gardening Santa today from 1 to 4. It is so wonderful. Uh, Megan Rogers, who does Everybody Craves, which is the food site, Minds Everybody Gardens, she, for her whole life, wanted to be Santa's elf. So she comes and nice. she's Santa's elf. And then my friend Diana, who works at Han, she's Mrs. Claus. And so it's it's really fun. That's and good. Uh, we had great crowds last week. I don't know what this weather's going to do for the crowds, but I hope that... Come out and, like I said, bring the dogs. You know, you had a lot of dogs last 
really? last week. Yeah, it was awesome. How do you some feel? Of them are really, how, really how does well Santa trained. Feel about that when you you know when these big big dogs kind of it's awesome. That's cool. It's, it's awesome. Man, a, but I, see, dogs like Santa, right? Yeah, they don't know any better. <laughs> you put a treat in Santa's hand, the dog's just like, "Oh, I love this guy. Great beard too." <laughs> That's uh, good though. You know, I just wrote a story about some of the new introductions coming out, and every year we get lots of cool new stuff. But there is there is one that I'm really interested in. It's a it's a new type of basil, and it's called Everleaf Emerald Towers. Not the greatest name in the world, Everleaf Emerald Towers, and. I got a chance to interview Bree Arthur, who is another garden writer, and she grew out this basil last year and against 15 other basils, matching them with heirloom tomatoes, everyone who came and and did the trial voted for this basil as their favorite. She, she told me, she goes, everyone should grow this, and she goes, I don't say this about a lot of things. And so that's one of the things that I wrote about and – I really love basil, and I grow lots of different types of basil. This is another one that I'm going to give a shot to this year. The seeds are available from Territorial Seed, Park Seed, and Stokes Seed. Um, I think I might have saw it Burpee, too. But you can the seeds are going to be available. Uh, in fact, one of I posted it on my Facebook page, and somebody's told me they already ordered the seeds. So you can get the seeds. It grows real tall in like a column. It's not like a bushy basil. And she described the texture as just, you know, uh, the, the leaves are very thin, and so she she just loved it. So usually when we we have new introductions, we don't know how they're going to do. We always we always test them ourselves. But with her growing this, I think it's a I think it's a pretty good indication. This could be a really great basil. And the other thing I saw was uh, a new type of caladium. Caladiums are a full. Foliage plant, and I love them because they're shade lovers. But there are some coming out. One series called Heart to Heart, where some of them are okay for the sun. They have a thicker leaf, and I was looking at them, and I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, I use them all over my shade garden, but it would be nice to be able to get them out in the sun. And this time of the year, it is good to go out into the garden and just look at the bones of the garden. I'm really going out. I'm taking notes. I'm thinking, okay, where where should I add trees? Where should I add shrubs? What should change in the garden? We have time to think about it right now. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, on these days when it's like in the 40s and the cloudy and it's not too bad to be out there, I like to go out there and sit a little bit. And I have started to hear the very beginning of the birds calling to each other. And it's and as the days get longer, we'll start to hear the birds sing more and more. So What are they singing about? They're singing. They're they're what we call Twitter pated. Do you know what that word means? Mm-mm. It means that the they want to mate. <laughs> That's a Disney term. <laughs> they're Twitter pated, so they're calling to each other. They're calling to back and forth, male females, and so this will increase as we get closer to spring. Kind of like the holiday parties when I was growing up, my dad would say something in my mother's ear and I'd say, what did he say, mom? She'd say, never mind. <laughs> All right, listen, we're going to take a break. And then smack you in the side of the head. <laughs> no, that was my dad that did that. <laughs> um, hey, real quick, Stephen Janoski, Mike and Patty's Bouncing mm-hmm. Baby Boys growing up, did a little video with me. Not as good as yours, but we're working on them. <laughs> listen, if you want to see the best selection of poinsettias, that greenhouse at Janoski's, I could move in there. It, it's it's I more, just, I, beautiful. There were, uh, last week, was National Poinsettia Day, oh. and so I reposted the video that I that I I do a video every year out there because I, again, 
They're starting those those from little itty bitty plants and growing them there. There's no transport, and that's what makes that's why all these churches and all these other organizations from all over. That's where they go. He says delivery. He says about fifty mile radius, but I know it's farther than that because if somebody wants them, they'll get them there. Yeah, and they last a lot longer. That's the trick. Uh, but yeah, Steve. Steve is the seed starter. When we were there, he was at one hundred and forty thousand onions started. Uh, they grow a lot of onions on on the farm, and um, there's one variety called Candy, which is most of what they grow, and it's just this wonderful sweet onion, and they just have it down to a science. And that's what Uncle Dan was famous for. Yes, right? yeah. But, uh, Dan was the seed starter, and it was really wonderful to see Steve take over that job. Uh, that I could not do that job. <laughs> To sit there, and he has to have them perfectly spaced. Meticulous. The video I did last year with him, he showed me how to do it, and I, I did finally catch on. But how long does that take him to do that? Uh, he days, does it day, months. Just a day after day after day. Now it's onions. Then it'll be cabbage. Then it'll be oh, lettuce. Then oh. it'll be whatever's next. Tomatoes. Just that's what he does, and, and he's good at it. It's a skill better than I could ever be at. Patience. Yep. And something needed. And accuracy. Because he'll he'll put them in these little itty bitty, itty bitty trays, and then they have to pot them up. Like there's another group that pots them up, and if they're not exactly where they are, they'll give him the business. Like uh, uh, they're a little close together, weren't they? Or uh, we had a little uh, patch here where we didn't have any plants. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. All right, we'll take a short break. We'll come back. Uh, by the way, if you want to talk to Doug, we've got lines available eight six six three nine one ten twenty. Next hour, holiday side dishes. Joe and Frank Dentisi, Kirk Carlson, and for Jim Meredith today, Hefron Tillerson, your money and you. And then we've got the Coons Market Black and Gold Sunday Show, and we will be walking the line, picking our weekly winners against the spread, and previewing tonight's Steelers Buffalo matchup at Heinz Field. All right, we're back. Congratulations to Sandy and Moon. Uh, we'd love to hear from you folks at 866-391-1020. If you could, by the way, when are you going to roll out that sweater of yours? I love that sweater, that holiday sweater. It wouldn't be the holidays I'm without that sweater. Doing that on Pittsburgh Today Live Friday. Oh, nice. The 20th. This, uh, this week. Handy Andy. Is that this week? Yeah, that's this yeah, week. This Friday. Andy Andy and I are having our annual ugly sweater competition. Now, I don't know what to do because my ugly sweater is really an ugly sweater. It was it was made to be a non-ugly sweater. <laughs> it's a woman's yeah, but sweater. But it's not ugly. It's kind of neat. It's kind of like it's it's festive. I actually like the it, thing. It's definitely the most uh yes, most festive. Uh I don't I just don't know how I could change it or make it better. I've I've looked online for other ugly sweaters, but there's nothing that can compare to a sweater that was <laughs> you know, made in the 70s or 80s as a normal sweater and now we consider it an ugly christmas sweater and then i wear you know my wife's tights and i don't know what else to do <laughs> no don't. i've never seen you in the tights you haven't no you never wore the tights to the fish show oh i, I yes i did really oh yes i did <laughs> i wear the whole outfit and the clogs too the whole bit <laughs> oh my goodness gracious andy won last year really yeah he put on some kind of Oh, I, I did. Suit. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked like an elf, he, too. Yeah, and he had lights on. And I just, I don't know what else I can do. Mine is, 
I'll probably lose because I don't want to change. I think mine is it's tradition. It's tradition, and it's just you you can't get any uglier or ridic- more ridiculous. <laughs> See, I don't think that that honestly. I think that sweater is really kind of hip. It's cool. You know, honestly, a woman's sweater that has four buttons. That yeah, has but all it's that, no. You don't like it? I like it. All right, I could see Perry Como wearing that in one of his Christmas specials. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Eight six six three nine one ten twenty is the number to dial. All right, let's get to uh, Chris for Doug in Castle Shannon. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Good morning. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Good morning, Doug. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm glad you oh. called. Well, I'm glad to speak with you too. I wanted to give you my tomato report. Oh, good. Between uh, my neighbors and myself, we managed to can forty nine quarts of tomatoes out of my yard. I didn't do them all, but uh, shared wow. some with them. And there was still plenty to eat, so I hope you had as much success as I did. Well, tell me, because people really did struggle this year. In fact, everywhere I go, I hear people struggling with tomatoes. Really? How How are you growing yours? Is there any anything special you're doing? Are you well, are they staking or caged or how do you? I had I had a uh, I have multiple layers of fence to keep the creatures off of them, and uh, I staked mine for the most part. I. I I, at one point, I was using this two by four inch mesh as cages, but I found that that didn't allow you enough opening to pick tomatoes out. So you had to kind of unfasten the cage. And How many plants? Them. I had fifteen total. Only fifteen? Yeah, they were reasonably well spaced out. They were in an area maybe, uh, let's see, twenty five feet by twenty feet, somewhere like that. So, so what would you say on, on planting on centers? How far you think you're planting them apart? Probably about. 45 inches, somewhere like that, if I recall correctly. And what are your favorite varieties? Is there anything special? Well, let's that... see. I like, uh, I mean, I always like uh, mortgage lifters. Yeah, those are great. And brandy wines are terrific if you can get them to, you know, stay right, nice and ripe. This year I tried Cherokee purples, which turned out quite nicely. And then I used, you know, some of the the, the um, hybrid beefsteak types because they're, you know, nice for canning. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, Cherokee purple has probably become one of the most popular heirloom varieties it sets reliably it's tasty yeah and uh with with your brandy wines they're usually late season do you do you get them all to ripen up by the end of the season i mean i i i I had a lot of ones that were kind of green and started wilting away on me but they're they're the ones for eating as opposed to trying to can usually uh my canning is done by the time those things uh, really start turning out nice. How did you get into this, into the gardening? <laughs> Folks canned. I inherited all the jars. I decided I'm going to continue doing this, and it's uh, it's nice. You know, you make soups and sauces out of the canning proceeds, and it really works good. How long will they last? The, the uh, well, I give a lot away for gifts, but, uh, man, this year... Man, I still had some 2018s left before I started, uh, you know, with the canning of the 2019, so, you know, they... Uh, Depending on how fast you use them, you know they'll they'll last into the next season. Are you starting from seed or from plant? I have been starting from seeds. You know, at this point, I'm thinking eh, I may go to plants as opposed to seeds, but uh, it's it's still fun. But you got to get started, like you know, in like late February, early March, somewhere like that. I don't have the great greenhouse or lights like you do, but uh, from seeds, they even do pretty well in windows if you keep them. You know, there's one one variety I just want to turn you on to yeah. that that i i have fallen in love with and it's called heart of italy heart of italy okay. and uh every year han nursery has and i'm sure you can find it other places or you could find the the seeds somewhere you know it's just a big ox heart variety that uh it's just meaty and tasty and it's just become my absolute favorite tomato so 
Chris, I sure appreciate your call and letting us know all about your tomatoes. All right, we're going to come back. We've got Maria in Pittsburgh, tomato plant question for Doug. Wide open phone lines today. Doug is here. Jessica is off. That number is 866-391-1020. Holiday side dishes with Joe and Frank Dentici, the Coons Cooking Hour. Don't forget the Feast of the Seven Fishes broadcast with Joe and Frank beginning at 9 until 1 o'clock on Christmas Eve at the Coons Market on McKnight Road. I'll let you do it. (laughs) Go ahead. All right, we just saw Steve Allen on Batman. <laughs> I know, big deal, right? Peter and Gordon, great. I mean, who would have ever thought when they were making this television show in the 60s that... We'd be seeing it in 2019. That, that, Doug, that's amazing. Amazing. I said earlier today, 50th anniversary, 50th, 80th anniversary today of Gone with the Wind being released. 80th anniversary. I mean, mm-hmm. that's people still watching that movie. You same think, same year that uh, Wizard of Oz came out. Yeah. You think they'll be talking about us 80 years from now? <laughs> they'll be talking about us tomorrow. Oh, good, good. <laughs> uh, that's the way I like it. 866-391-1020. All right, what we're going to do right now, we're going to give away that uh, gift certificate. $25. The folks from Janoski's, if you're the 10th caller, 412-922-1020. And real quick, come see Gardening Santa from 1 to 4 today at Hunt Nursery. So much fun for kids, pets, families. Come on down. All right, let's go to Sally. Sally is next up on KDK Radio's Organic Gardeners with Doug Oster. Jessica Walliser is off today. Go ahead, Sally. Hello. Good morning, Doug, and happy holidays and blessings to you all. Good morning. What's on your mind? I have gotten a cactus as a gift, Doug, mm-hmm. and I have plants inside not, but I never had a cactus. How how do I care for it? What special needs does it have? So t- is it like a real cactus with like the thorns and all that stuff on it, or is it like a Christmas cactus? Do you know? It's a it's a real cactus. Okay, so main thing is to keep it on the dry side, and I mean dry. Uh, the the number one reason that a plant like that gets uh, killed is too much water and so oh. so keep an eye on it get to know when you lift it uh where it should be as far as watering you know if you you lift up that pot and it's real heavy it's got too much water in it but if it's oh. like super light it needs a little bit of water you know for, for uh-huh. depending on where the cactus is in the the house you know whether it's by a dryer or a, a heater oh. vent or by a sunny window, that's going to depend how often you dry it. But just err on the side of keeping it on the dry side. And just keep keep, keep an eye on it. Yeah, it's not going to be watered as much as your normal house plants. Uh, hey, Doug, it's uh, in a smaller pot. As time goes on, should I transplant it in, in a bigger one? Is yeah, but be careful and use use uh, uh, a medium that's, that's for succulents. You know, you can go to the nursery and you can find uh, a certain type of planting medium that that drains really well and whenever you're you're are moving a cactus be very very careful because even if it has those little soft thorns on it those can get stuck in your finger and it's a real pain so it's a good idea always to wear gloves when you're dealing with uh yeah with uh uh, succulents all right let's go to maria in pittsburgh maria how are you welcome to kdk the organic garden everybody i'd like to ask a question about a tomato plant i grew last summer all right and I saved some seeds, and I usually grow perennials in my backyard. Someone gave me this little tomato plant, and it grew and grew, and I just don't know how do you stake a tomato plant that's over seven feet high. 
Uh, use an eight use an eight it. foot stake. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> this is very. I didn't know what to do with this monster. This I is, just let it go. It's very common, yeah. And so I use. Um, I make my own tomato cages, but they're only about six foot tall. Mm-hmm. And because in my situation where we don't have full sun, they'll grow they'll grow ten foot tall. And all that I'll do is is I've got kind of like some wire up behind them. It's hard to explain, but mm-hmm. just some kind of support, or you just let them kind of flop over the the top of the cage. Uh, in the case of if you were staking it, you know, a lot of times you can just remove the top of the plant if you get to a certain height and you don't want it to get any higher. Uh, I just let them go. I let them go in the in the cage and flop over. But I want to talk to you about saving the seeds. Do you know? Do you know the variety of the tomato? No. Someone okay. gave me this plant. Okay. So here's here's the the story for saving seeds. If that is a variety that was uh, that they came up with through hybrid breeding, which mm-hmm. just means crossing a couple plants to get you know different traits out of each one. If it's hybrid, those seeds won't grow the same exact thing next year. Okay. Uh, so you really don't know, but you could start a couple of those seeds and just see what it turns out to be. Because sometimes it's very close to what the hybrid was. Sometimes it's completely different. Sometimes you can save the seeds from a hybrid beefsteak tomato and come up with a cherry tomato. Oh, boy. Out of, so, <laughs> so, you know, don't, don't use your whole garden for those seeds, but grow one or two of them out and see what it becomes because I've had some interesting results from that. I and and the, other, the other side of the coin, it might be... The other type of plant, which is open pollinated, which means it would be true to what that was. So without knowing, we just won't know what that tomato will be when it when it grows. Okay. I was told it was an Italian tomato. I was wondering if it's the heart of Italy. Does the heart of Italy grow like a point at the bottom? Yeah, it looks like an ox heart, like a Uh huh. Yeah, but That's there are there are there, there are a ton of different ox heart varieties. And so, you know, we've got Heart of Italy, we've got Hungarian Pink, we've got all these other weird varieties that, that grow in that shape. The fact that it is an Italian tomato and and it has that shape, there's a good shot that it's probably not a hybrid, that it's going to be the same thing. So I would, I would start a couple seeds and see what it produces. Tell me the, real, the origins of the tomato. European, United States, where? Well, we know is North America. Where where did tomatoes all begin? Do you you know? know, I don't know for sure. I think it might be South America. Okay. I think they they, they, they grew as like little itty bitty, you know, wild fruits. Like right? a berry of some yeah, sort. Yeah, yeah. You can still grow some of those wild tomatoes. There's one called Matt's Wild Cherry, which just puts on like thousands of little itty bitty red tomatoes. Uh, and so I think it's South America, but I might be wrong. Somebody did, will correct you me. You did all this work. We have one minute to the break, so let's do a little lightning round here. Bones of the garden, what do you mean? So that just means looking at what you have now, everything's done. So we look at the big bones, the trees and the shrubs, and we work around that. This is a good time to look at the bones of the garden. Winter garden buds. I love spending time in the winter and looking at the buds. I just posted a picture on my Instagram of magnolia buds. And this is the time when you have time to look at closely at plants that have those buds waiting for spring blooms. Holiday plants outside the box. Right. Instead of, uh, point, we talk about poinsettias, poinsettias paper whites, and cactus. Christmas cactus, there's... Uh, I, one thing I love is like a, a Christmas tree made out of lavender or rosemary. Uh, you can find those at nurseries. There's a lot of different types of plants out there. A little dwarf Alberta spruce with some 
like fake snow on it, and then you could actually probably stick that outside uh, when things warm up. Definitely worth tuning in. Facebook, 1 o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, 1, 1 p.m., I'll be doing a Facebook Live from Phipps, and we're going to have a lot of fun. We want your questions, so you go to the Everybody Gardens Facebook page, and you and I'll have two guests from Phipps. That's pretty cool. And we'll be doing it live. It'll be fun. That's neat. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We've got Pete and Russellton and Tim in Lower Borough. Uh, Joe and Frank Dentisi are here getting ready for their show, Holiday uh, Side Dishes. Kirk Carlson, truly one of Barron's top 100 financial advisors, year after year, like Mr. Meredith is. He is in for Jim Meredith today. It's Heffron until it's in your money and you, then the Coons Market Black and Gold Sunday Show, beginning at 11, KDK Radio. You have anything else before we talk to uh, Pete? We got Mrs. Know-It-All, too. Well, let's get to Mrs. Know-It-All. We want to hear what she has to say. Go ahead. It's time for Mrs. Know-It-All, Denise Schreiber, our horticulturalist gardener and garden goddess. Denise, how are you this morning? Good. You were talking about the candy onions. And when I make my pickled beets, I mm. always put a few pieces of the candy onions in my pickled oh, beets. I think that's so why good. I win so many prizes with them. That sounds so good. I know you have to have some uh, new introductions to talk about. Uh, did you see at Cultivate or any of these trade shows you've been at or at some of the stuff that you grew well, um, I gave you some seed last year. I don't know if you grew it, the San Marzano Redorta. Yeah, that's an awesome tomato. You know, and, and, and the lady who called about having the seven-foot tomatoes, and mine were close to seven-foot. I had them caged, but um, I bought a new system, and it'll actually hold them up, and it, the system actually will, you can grow beans on it as well, and a number of other plants like, you know, squash, you know, uh, cucumbers, that. So I'll be using that this year, but they are a fabulous tomato. You know, very few seeds. I was saving them, and I'm like, people were asking me for the seed. I'm like, well, you know, I can only give you like five seeds because there just weren't that many seeds in it. But they were, you know, juice. They weren't juicy per se, but they had really good flavor, and they were very meaty, and they made a great sauce. Is what I did with them because you know I make a ton of sauce every year. Yeah, that tomato has a really great, uh, you know, following. Uh, San Marzano Redato. <laughs> sounds, like a... Redato. <laughs> that sounds like a song from the 80s or something, you know? Yeah, that's a stick song. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't think of Mr. sticks. Mr. Roboto. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, um, I think all this garlic starting to affect the way I think. All right, let's go to uh, Pete. certainly affects the way I think. <laughs> you know what, though? You, you, how long have you been at the trip now, you said? I don't know, three four years. Have you ever been sick? No, never missed a day. You've never come here with a cold maybe once in the 15 years I've known you, so there must be something to it. Because people won't come close to me because <laughs> I smell like garlic. That's but that's smart thinking. Let's go to uh, Pete in Russellton. For hey, Doug, Pete. Hey, Doug Oster. How you doing, Pete? Good morning, gentlemen. I'm fine, thank you, and happy holidays happy to all. Happy holidays. Uh, this question goes back to reference to 2018 which I grew like 19 different varieties of heirloom tomatoes. Mm -hmm. But this one, this one tomato, I grew mortgage lifter. We're all familiar with that. And I raised that from seed. And this mortgage, the one mortgage lifter plant produced a yellow tomato. Okay. Mm. And uh, this tomato was like, excellent. I mean, it's just it, five stars in all regards. But at any rate, what I did uh, I saved the seeds from that yellow tomato. In this past year, 2019, I, I planted these seeds. I didn't isolate them. I forgot to do that. But all the tomatoes 
from that yellow seed tomato produced yellow tomatoes. And were they as and tasty? No ex- Pardon me? Were they like the same tomato? Were they like... Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good news. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know any that much about seed genetics, but I mean, if this these seeds truly produce yellow tomatoes every season, I mean, where do you go with like trying to get a tomato named? Or am I like this takes? I'm pretty sure it takes years to do this. Yeah, you'd have to hook up with one of the breeders, and and yeah, we'd have to make sure that it was a to stabilize it. But a lot of times, how this works is that you'll keep growing that tomato. It will be uh-huh. that nice yellow tomato, and it will just be, you name it. You know, you can just name it and then add it to something like, if you were a member of, uh, it's called Seed Savers Exchange. Right, uh, and, exactly. you know, so it would be your tomato, and uh, other than that, if you want to patent it and all that, and then, you know, sell the seeds eventually, that's, that's quite a journey. Uh, yeah, I, I could imagine. Uh, if you just want hmm. to, you know, make sure everybody can grow a great tomato, you just you name it what you want to call it, and then yeah. make the seeds available. And then, in, in my case, you know, the, the tomato that I've always loved from Pittsburgh, it's called the now the Limbaugh Legacy Potato Top Tomato. That's the one I've been giving hmm. away since 2000. Well, uh, my friend uh, Gary Ibsen at Tomato Fest, he loved that, and so he's offering those. He's growing out enough of those so people could buy the seeds, which is fine with me. You know, I just I want the seed to be out there. I want I want that tomato to persist uh, for decades. You know, I, I want yeah. that to, I want it to continue. So for you, it's 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 about you know what do you want out of the tomato? Uh, yeah. You know, do you want it? Try and patent it and uh, become rich beyond beyond your wildest dreams, <laughs> or do you just want people to be able to grow the coolest Pittsburgh yellow tomato found by accident? Uh, because that that's how a lot of things are discovered. You know, that's probably oh, it's either a, another seed that that dropped into the mortgage lifter seeds that you were growing, or it's a sport, and you know something happened somewhere down the line that gave you that one tomato that was yellow. If it's a sport, mm-hmm. it's, if it's a sport, that means hey, that's your tomato. So hmm. I want some seeds you from it, it though. You called it a. I'm sorry. You yeah. called it a sport. Yeah, a sport is like when natural genetics make a change. Like if you had a thousand hosta seeds, what happens? You got a thousand hosta seeds, and they're all green. Well, one of them is variegated. That's called a sport. And then you take that and turn it into something that again makes you rich. Remember, the organic gardeners always aim to create a better place to garden. And a safer place to live. So we'll see you uh, tomorrow, Facebook Live. Tomorrow, Facebook Live from Phipps. T- today, you can see the gardening Santa from 1 to 4 at Han Nursery. Not to be confused with you, of course. Of course. And, of course, also, uh, you'll be doing your incredible videos with Tribune Review, and you'll be on Pittsburgh Today, today Live Friday with Andy. Yep. With the Ugly Sweater Contest. Have a great week, okay? You too. Stay with us because Joe and Frank Dentisi, holiday side dishes next. Melinda Roder's got your news in three minutes at 8 o'clock. Rob Pratt Sunday. Good morning. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.